Alhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa mawalah amma ba'd Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh How's everybody doing? Alhamdulillah, fantastic. So uh, we are continuing now with ayah number with ayah number 17 in which Allah Ta'ala is beginning a new section and after discussing the Qur'an at length and the magnificent nature of the Qur'an, Allah Ta'ala then switches the topic and says Qutila means, the verb qatila means to be, to, to kill, or to be, and then qutila is the passive form, which means to be killed. But in Arabic, the expression qutila, yani lu'ina, it means what? To be cursed. Qutila al-insan means like how cursed, lu'ina al-insan, how cursed is man. Ma akfara, ma akfara can be translated in a few ways. Uh, so if the ma here is based on what al-kalbi and al-muqatil say, ma istifhamiya. If it's a question, then what this sentence mean is, what this means is, cursed is man. What made him disbelieve? So Allah Taala is asking, cursed is the man who, like you're a disbeliever. Why? What made you disbelieve? That is, so it could be an istifham. It could be a question. Cursed is this person. Why? What is making you disbelieve? And the fact that Allah Ta'ala is asking requires a response. The idea is think about it. What is making you disbelieve? Now that this message has come to you, now the Quran is so clear. The second perspective, the ma mausura, means, means uh, that like what or that which. So the, the sentence turns into cursed is man and cursed is whatever has made him disbelieve. So Allah Ta'ala is saying what? That whatever has made you disbelieve, that is cursed as well. SubhanAllah is a very heavy statement as well. That cursed is the disbeliever and whatever made you disbelieve. That's the second perspective. And the third is that this is a ma litta'ajjub. The ta'ajjub means out of shock, out of amazement, which means what? Uh, it's as if Allah Ta'ala is saying, cursed is the man. How? How is it possible? Like how, how incredible that he disbelieves. How unbelievable that uh, he is how he disbelieves. And so this statement, some people object to it and say, no, how could Allah Ta'ala be expressing surprise when Allah is all-knowing? And the response to that is quite simple. In the Arabic language, it is acceptable to express shock at something known when the objective is to clarify just how bad it is and just how terrible their punishment is going to be, which they deserve. So yes, this is the sentence. Ma akfarahu. If it is, if we go with the first perspective that it's a question, then the question is, what makes you disbelieve? What reason? What cause? Uh, what could justify this amount of kufr? And this is actually a very important point because it causes us to reflect on the idea of faith in and of itself. Is it something that has to be justified, or is it something intrinsic? Now, of course. Uh, uh, faith can be reached based intellectually. You can reach the conclusion that God exists based on a bunch of intellectual arguments. However, that's not necessary. It could be the case that it's just instinctual. And for most of human beings, they are born into the world, even if they were born on some tiny little island in the middle of nowhere, and they were raised, you know, with the wolves, or, you know what I mean, just in the, in the mountains by themselves. The human nature is still such that they would conclude that there is a creator. And so, for example, when you see something that is natural, you don't ask why do you believe in it. Well, I'll give an example. When you look at a tree and you don't rationalize that a tree exists, rather the thought just arises automatically as if the idea was imposed upon you. From such a circumstance, denying the tree uh, uh, right in front of you would require a good explanation. If you deny that this tree exists, you'd have to ask why. Why would you deny the tree? Because accepting it is so automatic. 
So in a similar fashion, faith in God can simply arise as intuitive certainty that wasn't the result of some long chain of rationalization of arguments, oh, this, based on this, based on this. No, you just know. You just know for a fact that there must be a creator. It's just something that is obvious. So what justification, therefore, does a person have to deny this axiomatic basic belief? So Allah Ta'ala is asking, you know that belief in Allah Ta'ala is automatic, it's natural. So why? Why are you denying it? So SubhanAllah is a very, very powerful thought. You can ask the question differently. Where is the deficiency? If there is a message and people are rejecting it, then the, defici the, the deficiency may be in either the message or in the recipient. And Allah Ta'ala just spent the past, what, ayat 11 to 16, talking about how incredible this Qur'an is, how perfect this message is, and how it was sent from on high. So clearly the deficiency is not in the message, so it must be in the recipient. That is the uh, conclusion. That's how uh, this, these ayat are being presented. And we know that the previous surah, this is surah 80 that we're talking about, the previous surah, it was surah uh, Nazi'at, surah 79. From ayat 21 to 25, Allah talks about who? The worst of human beings, Fir'aun, and how he denied. And so the warning here is what? Any human being is capable of this denial. That's something very, very important to always think about. Anything a human does, you might not do it, but you're capable of doing it, right? If Fir'aun was the worst of human beings, well, you're a human being too. The fact that he had that capacity means that that capacity is also within you. Now, alhamdulillah, inshallah, none of us get to the point of Fir'aun, but you always have to be on guard. What am I capable of? What are the, what, the MBA, the prophets, they're the best of examples. Fir'aun would be the worst of examples. I can fall anywhere in that spectrum. I need to pay attention to that reality very closely. And so yes, Allah is saying, قُتِلَ insan. First of all, مَا أَكْفَرَ How incredible that he disbelieves. Now what is he disbelieving in? Allah didn't mention. But based on the upcoming verses of the upcoming ayat, it seems pretty clear that the context is what? Resurrection. Why? Because ayat 18 to 22, if you look just right after this, is talking about human creation, death and resurrection. Seems pretty obvious. Then 24 to 32 is talking about the way Allah brings life back from the dead earth. The earth will die and then get come back. The earth will die and then come back. So this is also alluding to what? Resurrection. And then finally, ayat 33 to 42 are painting a scene on Judgment Day. So the whole following section is all talking about what? Resurrection and Judgment Day. So when Allah says, قُتِلَ insanu ma akfara," How he disbelieves. And someone says, disbelieves in what? Look at the entire upcoming context. It's disbelieving in resurrection. How can you deny that you will come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? You'll be brought back. Big question that may arise is why does Allah use the word insan? Qutil al-insan. Insan means human being, right? So cursed is the human being, how he disbelieves, or why has he disbelieved, or what has caused him? What is this thing that is making you disbelieve? These are different ways of looking at it, but still the word insan is used, a human being. Why? When Allah Ta'ala is clearly chastising the Quraysh, and the answer could be twofold. Number one, because again, Quraysh are human beings, and all of us have the capacity to be like them, similar to the concept that I was mentioning with Fir'aun. And so you have to be very cautious to not sink to their level of depravity. But the second reason is what? That all of us to some degree have kufr ni'mah all of us to some degree have some level of ingratitude because kufr can mean disbelief but it can also mean ingratitude so kufr ni'mah is to be ungrateful for your blessings and so Allah is saying cursed is the human being why? because to some degree you're going to deny Allah's blessings you're going to be forgetful or heedless of Allah's blessings around you no person is 100% grateful for all, for all of their blessings there will always be some oversight hence this is meant to the insan all human beings you have to pay attention to this reality in fact the Prophet says in this regard, it's very interesting. 
على أذن يسمعه من الله عز وجل وإنه يشرك به ويجعل له الولد ثم هو يعافيهم ويرزقهم. The Prophet says what? Authentic hadith in Sahih Muslim. There is none to show more patience at listening. Nobody shows more patience at listening to irksome words than Allah Ta'ala, the most exalted and glorious. Partnership has been associated to him, like polytheism, blasphemy, and a child has been attributed to him, which he is not deserving of. And despite this, he still protects people and still provides them with sustenance.